What up? Welcome to GlitchCast, the official podcast of GlitchUp.com. I'm Austin, that's Andy, we got some movie news, some TV news, a trailer roundup, and Kingsman, the Golden Circle, our thoughts on it. Let's do this! Manners maketh man. Let's do it. I uh, I just got out of it, and I'm going to be honest, this is completely off topic, but I have no self-control going to the movies, so I always get popcorn, and no matter what, if I go in with the cleanest, driest face of all time the world has ever seen, the moment that first piece of butterly delight touches my mouth, instead of going into digestion, it just like boils out of my face so i just have nasty popcorn face right now i'm just i feel disgusting i'm i'm like un-american i'm a weird dude i don't eat pop i don't really like popcorn i don't like hot dogs like people think i'm a nazi or something but um so i I don't know that pain is the one downfall so (laughs) you're lucky let's get into real stuff we can start with some uh, movie news here so we got last week we talked about uh terminator happening tim miller directing it linda hamilton the original sarah connor is gonna be back yeah, so I don't, I'm not that excited for this movie. And Linda Hamilton was in Chuck for a season, and, and she looked pretty rough. Um, I don't, I don't know what she looks like now. I didn't like Google Linda Hamilton 2017 recent pics. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine she looks great. And this, uh, I think they're really grasping at straws to get people back into the theater to see Terminator. But I mean, she's a good actress, and I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Also, I don't think the poll of Terminator is her. Right. So I think they'll think think they could have foregone this, but you know, whatever. Apparently, Arnold is coming back too. He's so, that's so old, cool. but he. I don't know. I wonder if they're going to bring back the uh, the John. What's his name? The, the kid. John Connor. John Connor, the the original yeah. actor who played him, who never really did anything else. The child. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean that kid from the be... from two or one or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, maybe I guess we'll find out. I'd, if they just want to remake that movie, it seems like what they're, what they're going to do reboots, older. rehashes. That's what that's the age we live in, Austin. That is, that is the money making machine. <laughs> All right, whatever. Fuck Terminator. Yeah. Um. So TIFF Toronto International Film Festival that was last week or maybe yeah last week and the weekend before. So that's where all like. A lot of the big upcoming movies that are going to be big players in the Oscar season come out. And three billboards outside Ebbing won Best Film, which is technically people's choice, but that's still, it's a pretty good barometer of what's going to be happening during the Oscars. So that's a big deal. Yeah, I saw the trailer for this. I thought it was very interesting and looks dark and gripping and, um, you know, pretty good. Uh, that, that, the, the, who's the woman that, that is in this movie? Do you know her name? Frances McDormand? Yes. Yeah, she yeah. seems to pick really good roles, and, and this looks pretty good. Yeah, this guy made uh, Seven Psychopaths and In Bruges, I think. Okay. And I love Seven Psychopaths. In Bruges is hilarious and dark. Have not seen this either. Look- Need to put them on my list. Well, yeah, Seven Psychopaths has got Christopher Walken and Sam Rockwell and Woody Harrelson. It's just a nice. phenomenal dynamic. 
but this is i i honestly i don't really know what this is even about i think someone her daughter dies or something like yeah that, her and... her one of her kids dies and the police aren't doing a good job finding the killer so she puts up three billboards that are calling them out basically and she serves her own brand of rogue justice i feel like i've heard the plot before but the, the trailer does make it look good yeah and the the guy that wrote it and directed it he tends to do well with these with these kinds of movies puts a little more comedy into it so i'll take it sure i'm excited uh next up we got jamie fox playing mike tyson in a mike tyson biopic this i like i feel like he could get the accent down that's a terrible terrible impression <laughs> apparently i've never done a mike tyson impression before and don't have it keyed in at all uh but i, I can see it i mean i think this is a, a great casting choice who's directing any idea? Uh, I I have no, no clue. I feel like it would have made news if it was like somebody big. So yeah, like, casting I think, wise, I love it. Yeah, no, I I love Jamie Fox, and he I, I saw a clip of him doing the accent, and it's so he's cool. got it down. It's so I'll cool. have it ready for next episode. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you better. You got to give Jamie Fox a run for his money for this role. Mike Tyson is an interesting dude. I don't really know if I'm all that into a biopic about him. Will but... they have the ear chomping scene in the movie? And the fallout from that. They have to. Will they have the lead up to him landing his role in The Hangover? Uh, That's got to be all of Act 2. Okay, good. Uh, I'm in Act 3 is him just riding high off that coaster of success. (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) So yeah, that'll be exciting and great. The Indiana Jones whip and the Superman cape from the original Superman uh, are up for auction, probably going for a ridiculous amount of money. Is this for like a charity or something? Why why are they deciding to get rid of this now? Yeah, I I think it's for charity and whatever. People are auctioning on it because they're rich as hell. (laughs) And so they're going to buy them. I want to talk about, though, what is like one piece of movie memorabilia or just like a, a piece of a set or anything what would be like your number one that you would want? As a, if you were a billionaire and you wanted to drop $10 million on something, what would you go for? I got to go. I know this is going to break your heart because I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but I got to go like a, a lightsaber replica mm-hmm. from A New Hope, the original. Before anybody knew it was going to be huge, it would be really cool to have you know Obi-Wan's or Vader's or, or Luke's uh, actual uh, uh, lightsaber. It'd be really cool. What about you? I like that. I got a couple. <laughs> oh, so. Okay. Lord of the Rings, the ring is just kind of, that's got to be. <laughs> you want to <stay laughs> precious? Got to be up there. Got to be up there. Um, although, it's, I kind of want something a little bigger, you know? So then. That's what your girlfriend says, I would, too. I, <laughs> I would go with, this seems a bit unfair, but like the first Predator costume, I just want that <laughs> in my apartment. To come home to and look at. That would be everything. one hell of a Halloween costume if you could actually wear that thing. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, uh, it might be frightening, like in the middle of the night, get up to go to the bathroom. And just no, that to, thing's like, badass. Those huge the dreadlocks. Like, oh! the face opens up into terror. It's an awesome, awesome prop. Yeah, exactly. So I'd, I'd, I'd take that. Apparently, when they were shooting Predator, they brought on Jean-Claude Van Damme to be the Predator. <laughs> but they had him. They didn't like have the suit costume fully flushed out and they were just gonna have him wear like this ridiculously looking like just cotton bodysuit thing it looks hilarious i've got to see pictures of this it's it's so funny it's so dumb i'll throw it up on twitter or facebook (laughs) or something because it is put it yeah put it on the glitch up twitter i gotta see this oh my god it's we'll do that tonight and then he he, yeah and then he dropped out so (laughs) but 
I would drop out too if I had to wear that. <laughs> so next up, we got ooh, oh, god damn it, Avatar two begins filming next week. Cool. Uh, who asked for this? I mean, who? They're making like an Avatar two or an Avatar theme park in is it Disney or Universal? Like, uh, I think it's Universal. It's like this massive theme park that like who's into Avatar? Who's like, oh man, I want to visit that world. I don't think anyone is into Avatar except for James Cameron. I think no one remembers that movie. That movie was so far up its own ass. Like the 3D wasn't that great. I, I mean, I guess it was good for the time, but 3D's gone. Yeah. The movie was just a retelling of Pocahontas. The actors, like Sam Worthington, what the fuck does he do nowadays? Uh, Sigourney Weaver's great. Dude, JP from Grandma's Boy was in it. Sit <laughs> <laughs> on my face. Um, <laughs> Like the cast was all right, like the CG was good, but nobody remembers Avatar. Nobody wants Avatar two, and it's how how many years have passed? Uh, it's ridiculous. Maybe seven, I would guess. Maybe I have, I have no interest in this. I, like I've listened to podcasts that that go into this deeply. Like who who asked for this? I didn't like it when it came out, and the fact that it made like a bajillion dollars is just beyond me. It was, it, was, everyone... it was widely, like, everybody was thinking it was going to revolutionize the movie industry and, like, the 3D, and it was phenomenal. Okay, yeah. Whatever. Roll my yeah. eyes into the back of my head forever. Looking at this bullshit. <laughs> Move, let's, let's not give it any more airtime. Moving on. <laughs> Love James Cameron. Avatar 2, not, not interested. Uh, next, we got uh, It is going to get a director's cut on Blu-ray and will probably be 15 minutes longer, which, hype. Yes. Give it to me immediately. Yes. For review, I gave it an A, you gave it... I gave it an A-, minus. you gave it an A? Boom, yeah, that's it. Great, great flick. If you haven't caught it yet, what the fuck are you doing? 15 minutes longer, I'm hoping for some Mike backstory additions, but I have a feeling it'll just be more of it, which I'm okay yeah, with as well. I'm fine with that. Apparently there is a... Mm, spoiler, kind of. Apparently there was a deleted scene with Pennywise that would like, stretch back to like the colonial times, and he sure. like made a mom sacrifice her baby or something yes and it was, i've like, heard super of this so they cut it and i was i want to see that yeah apparently he like shows up in colonial times like naked as a clown yeah and it, it shows his like how he came to be uh that form so interested to see that hopefully that's true and they shot that because that would be gruesome scene yeah i'd love it apparently that's a holdover from the uh kerry fukunaga script that was just apparently really fucked up and that's why he had to leave the project but for those who don't know kerry fukunaga did true detective season one one of the best seasons of tv i've ever seen and i really really wish that this happened um he was attached to the screenplay though of this one right yeah because he wrote the like the original screenplay for it and worked on it for like three years and then dropped out because he wanted to make it too dark and they were like eh, nah well, hopefully we get to see some some fucked up shit. So I'll take 15 more minutes of it any day. Excited for mm -hmm. that one. Yeah, give it to me. And I'll probably, I'm just straight up going to buy it. Like the, whatever, the set, the Blu-ray. I just want it. I need it. I don't buy DVDs anymore. I just stream everything. So you don't pirate though, do you? You don't, you buy everything though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Moving but on. like, I need, I need the physical <laughs> copy, you yes, know? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, trailer time. Trailer time. We'll get we'll get like a song or something for <laughs> trailer. <laughs> tra 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 trailer. All right, so we got like eight trailers. To some talk good ones about. this week. Yeah, and some I'm, bad ones. Oh yeah, there is. It's yeah, it covers covers the some broad trash. spectrum of quality. Tomb Raider, 
probably the biggest one that came out. Yes. I no. <laughs> uh, the Angelina Jolie ones. If you go rewatch them, they're they're not that bad. Um, the uh, the game revitalized the franchise. I played the the reboot, and they went to you know her her beginnings. She I think she lost like two cup sizes in her bra, so they stopped you know over over sexualizing her as a character versus the nineties. What the fuck? Uh, so she was a great character in in this this reboot in the game, and they're trying to go beat for beat for that. There's a there's a couple YouTube videos out there that'll compare the game to the trailer and what we've seen. But this trailer I was really hyped for Alicia Vikander as Laura Croft. I really love. I love her, but it didn't really hit home with me. I thought the dialogue was lame and flat, and the CG looked pretty bad. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll wait for trailer two. But not off to a good start in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Vikander, I love her. She is such a good actress, but I don't think she can handle like the physicality or represents the physicality of the role i just like watching that i was just like well she can't do that she also looks- she jumped like 40 feet in the air at one point well the, the scene where it. she's jumping over like into the water in the game she's like jumping onto another part of the boat and she lands and like fucks up her ribs and stuff and so i was like why is she-? she's like doing this super long yeah. like, triple mario jump into the water like she's gonna be fine you're gonna land in water and she's like shit I don't know, and they kept a lot of the grunts, and it's just there's a there's a couple compilations of the the trailer and the original gameplay of the the Tomb Raider reboot, and it just sounds like she's orgasming like fifty times in, in the game, and she's like jumping from tree to tree. She's like ah oh, ah, oh, oh. and I, they kept some of those in the trailer. I noticed a couple, but glad to see those made it. But this is looking pretty bad. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Isle of Dogs is next, the new Wes Anderson movie about literally an island of dogs in Japan. Stop motion. I'm into it. I'm going to let you take this. I will tell <laughs> you, I've, I've never really enjoyed a Wes Anderson film. I think they're pretentious. People don't at me. People are going to fight me about this. Uh, a couple of my good friends are really big Wes Anderson fans. I just don't get it. They're all, they're so quirky and cute and different. And like this animation looks so fucking stupid and <laughs> I don't know. This trailer I was just rolling my eyes at. But go ahead. That's my... I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. I understand the, the problems so with the quirkiness. <laughs> I, he is pretentious as all hell. But I I do like his movies. I think they're kind of funny. And they're not like too serious and too ridiculous at times. Uh, I love dogs. I, it looks interesting. It looks somewhat funny, and I love dogs, so you know, just give me more of that. Although they but look it's so weird, like their eyes are like human eyes, yeah, and like yeah. the hair is like constantly jittering back and forth because of stop motion. Like, if, if there's one thing it will do, hopefully, it would be to get more people to make stop motion movies because they're great. But it, this just looks not like my kind of movie. I'm gonna watch I'm it. Without, I'm gonna I'm watch good it. Without, but <laughs> I'm good without stop motion movies, but I'm fine with this one. <laughs> And, I mean, he's got his regular cast. He's got Ed Norton, Bill Murray, and... Uh, he's got everybody, yeah. Yeah. Someone else. I forget who the other person is. Uh, Brian Cranston is in it, well, apparently. Well, yes. In his voices. So, cool. Give it to me. I'm sure people will go crazy for it, because I go crazy for every single Wes Anderson movie. Yep. Probably get an Oscar nom. Yeah. Cool. Next, uh, Murder on the Murder on the Orient Express, trailer number two. Usually we're going to skip tra- two second trailers, but, you know, we weren't around for the first one, which was 
a terrible trailer, so we'll talk about this one. <laughs> I think this movie looks good, but even this trailer I didn't really like. The uh, the tone between like the font that they're flashing on the screen, it looks like it's part of a like 2000s Scream trailer. Uh, I don't know. It's just the movie I think looks good. Great, great cast. Looks to be a, a mystery romp. But uh, yeah, the uh, the trailer still not a great trailer in my opinion. I'm just happy to see Johnny Depp without prosthetics for like yeah. the first time in about 15 years. I was I heard he was considered for for Pennywise. I'm really glad <laughs> he didn't get in prosthetics yet again. For fuck's sake, just act normal for once. Like pretty soon he's either just gonna be enveloped by the scarves that he wears or just not even look like himself because he's just gonna hold over the makeup from every movie yeah he's just gonna get in prosthetics and never get out of them like he'll show up at award shows in like a mishmash of like (laughs) 10 different movies and just look like this monstrosity (laughs) i would that would that would boost viewership for the oscars or golden globes whatever it is if he shows up like that everyone's watching so maybe we should hope for it it's true i I'm, i'm warm on this this trailer this movie i think it looks you know good yeah i'm into it as long as they don't release another trailer where fucking Imagine Dragons believer plays at the end where it goes bang yes. make me up make me up believer <laughs> I, wasn't it still in this trailer though <laughs> they, did, they didn't have the words in it and they had like the actual instrumental of it just really toned yeah. down in the background yeah again that just the tone and it's it just this, that's a new song that everybody knows and it's clashing with this like yeah. old timey train mystery it's like, the marketing team needs to be fired sorry guys. <laughs> yeah they gotta figure it out <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got Happy Death Day. Happy which is, Death Day, which is Ground Groundhog Day meets a slasher film. Yes, so this is a girl who is she wakes up, goes to a party, and then gets murdered at the party. She then wakes up remembering the murder and has to find out who killed her. And she just continues to die and wake up and die and wake up. And her friends are like, "Yo, you can figure it out." So her goal is to figure out who kills her before she gets killed. And it almost looks like Final Destination because at the end of the trailer, mm-hmm. she's driving away. She's like, I fucking did it. And then she gets pulled over by the killer who wears this weird baby mask. Oh, my God. That mask. Masks are like the big thing, you know, ever since like the strangers lit it up. And everyone's like, yeah. oh, we got to make like a kind of creepy mask. This one is just. This looks stupid. It's so stupid. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. I don't I think the masks and like your next were cool. Yeah. Um, what, was the, what were some other ones? The uh, what was the one where the girl's deaf? Um, oh, Hush. Hush. He had yeah. a, a little mask on that was really creepy, but this just looks stupid. It's like this weird baby mask. Oh doesn't God, doesn't do anything so, for so me. So dumb. But this is uh, this is by Blumhouse. Um, is it Blumhouse Tilt or Blumhouse? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I think it's Blumhouse. Well, shout out Straight to up. my boy Luke LeBeau. He works at Blumhouse. We're going to get an interview with him. He works for Blumhouse Tilt, and he's the director of digital marketing or social media over there. We've got a podcast coming up with him. He's going to talk about a lot of stuff for, related to horror, but um, this looks fun. I'll see it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna see it, and hopefully they play into just, like, the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. So that'll make v- it more Versus just, like, constant jump scares. Like, this looks like an original story, which I'm interested in. Yeah, just don't give me, like you said, constant jump scares or just built up, like, emotional, she's taking control of her life kind of thing. Right. Ugh. Whatever. Next is Revolt. That stars Lee Pace and one Bond chick from Skyfall. Yeah. He's the pie man. Did you ever watch Pushing Daisies by Brian Fuller? 
I think I watched like one or two episodes. When I was yeah, there. he he's he's like the star of that show. He bakes pies and I think can talk to dead people or something. I can't remember. It was, it was a fun show guy. though. He was also the villain in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Purple Man. Uh, my thoughts on this trailer is the aliens or robots or whatever look kind of generic and mechanical, but this looks like it'll be a solid forty-eight to sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I mean. I, I didn't know what it was. Never heard of it. Don't know who's directing it. CG looked kind of spotty, but it's it's an alien movie. I'm I'm always in for those. Yeah, I'll take it. It looks like someone saw Edge of Tomorrow or Live Die Repeat or whatever the fuck they're calling it after <laughs> it didn't do well at the box office, mixed with like District Nine and yeah. some other shit. And but like I'm into it. I'll take it. It looks somewhat entertaining. So yeah. it's like a good stream on netflix on a Popcorn. random yeah not Thursday probably not a theater theater for yeah, like no, definitely it gets not. Who, who knows crazy reviews be in the theaters yeah it looks like video on demand immediately yeah. like released cool. on crackle or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah good Ooh, good good pull with crackle hey i'm reaching deep today <laughs> uh november criminals is a another trailer that came out that's with, got, uh, with Ansel Elgort, the worst the, actor <laughs> name in the world. He just sounds Ansel. like the ugliest person I've ever met. An- Ansel Elgort. That Ansel, so hot right now. Yes. Uh, he is just like, this just looks like a rip for teenage money. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the, the trailer itself was interesting at first and then i think took itself way too seriously by the end there was like this music that's like i was like this is just about a dude who's looking into his black friend's death like stop with this crazy choir music that should be reserved for like lord of the rings finale scenes (laughs) good god yeah they had no idea what they were doing with the soundtrack for that just for that trailer and it feels like that's going to be reflected in the movie just so out of place Figure yep. it out. I guess we should go into the what this movie is about. This movie is about Ansel Elgort, however you sell his, say his name, looking into his coffee maker's death. He goes in and gets coffee from this guy. Apparently, is like just barely acquaintances with him, and then he gets held up at his coffee shop and shot. And the police pin it on a gang situation gone wrong. The guy who buys coffee from him every day apparently is just super engaged and wants to solve this mystery for himself and make everybody think this wasn't a gang-related industry. This was a good dude. And he goes around the police and starts figuring this out himself. So that's that's November Criminals. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. I was kind of hoping that he would, my man Ansel, would go straight revenge thriller in this, but it doesn't seem like that's what it is. He's more mystery, and screw that. Friend Request is... The next trailer here, that is a movie that is being released that I get screener requests for literally every day. Please come see this movie. I get the same (laughs) thing. Yeah, it's annoying. Please stop. This was supposed to come out a year ago, so there's been some studio trouble, I would assume. It's about a high schooler who... There's like a weird girl at the high school who kills herself, and then she, this one girl adds her on Facebook, and then she starts like terrorizing her and her friends yeah i think it's like she the weird girl sees that this girl goes out without her and it's like i thought we were friends and then the girl who's the popular girl unfriends her and then the 
girl that got unfriended kills herself and then decides to wreak havoc on this popular girl via social media. So her computer starts glitching and stuff. Uh, this looks god-awful, I think. This looks like something that you would come over and make me watch. I feel like you still want to watch this? I There is zero part <laughs> no? of me that ever okay. wants to watch this movie. Okay. <laughs> Never. Yeah, this looks pretty bad. Uh, this looks like, if I had to guess, 12% Rotten Tomatoes. It's actually at like 38 right now, which okay. is just absurd. Okay. How still, many reviews? I mean, still never going to watch it. I think like 30 or so, which is decent. Yeah, it's not going like to go too deep into it. A better social media movie is Unfriended. That came out a few years ago, and that was actually pretty good. It was all through Skype, which is kind of annoying, but it was actually decent. For some reason, I combined this movie and that movie into the same movie in my mind. I Makes thought sense. they were the same thing, but now I remember you telling me Unfriended wasn't that bad and that mm-hmm. I should watch it. I'll have to give that a watch. Thank you for that recommendation. October's coming up. Scary movie month. Yeah, do it. It's, it's entertaining. It's a little bit high school problems, but yep. I'll take it. I've got so many problems. <laughs> Another horror movie, Jeepers Creepers 3, which personally, fuck that. I don't really want to give time the time of day to it. Um, first off, the director is a pedophile, so... Who's the director? I have no idea, but he's been, like, blackballed from Hollywood for oh ever since the second Jeepers Creepers came out. I didn't know there was a Jeepers Creepers, too. Did not know that. There the is. one thing I think this has going for it is apparently it's all practical effects, which probably just means they didn't have budget for CG, but <laughs> I'd be interested to see what they do with only practical effects, but can't support this pedophile. Yeah, hell no. Also, I just don't really care that much about the Jeepers Creeper character and storyline no, anymore no. i was i was done once justin long was gone in the first one didn't i don't even remember him being in that <laughs> i remember was, liking like the creature from jeepers yeah G- jesus jp1 um <laughs> but do not remember justin long being in it yeah he was one of two characters in it so last trailer we got is all i see is you which stars blake lively and jason clark who was in zero dark 30 and dawn or war for the planet of the apes one of the two yeah, this one looks very interesting and almost like a thriller-horror mashup. This is, um, she's blind, and she gets her sight back and turns into a fucking sex-addicted, drug-fueled psycho, uh, and he has to deal with this. This trailer took a much different direction than I thought it would. I thought it was a rom-com or some sort of romantic movie, and then it turned into a horror. What, are, what do you think, man? Oh, uh, there's a spider on the wall. I gotta kill it. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, what is that? Okay, sorry. If anyone knows what a tiny orange spider that is literally the size of a drop of dust, let me know. I might be dying. Um, yeah, no, I it was it was not what I was expecting, and I can't tell if they're going full thriller vibe with it or more sort of psychodrama type yep. of feel. I like it. I mean, Jason Clark being a sort of mad about his wife getting a real life and he doesn't get to do everything for her and be everything for her seems like she gets her eyes back and is like oh you're not as hot as i am (laughs) (laughs) it just seems like she has a lot of sex get goes out and parties a shit ton and he's like babe can we stay in (laughs) and like insane jealousy happens and yeah it looks like somebody's getting murdered so this looks this looks this looked probably like the best trailer i saw out of all these oh yeah a hundred percent yeah so give this one a watch guys and that's yeah that's end of october too so hit that up that's that's a good good time yep. good time for it to release 
We'll hit up some uh, TV news now, switch to the small screen. We have the Emmys as our first point here. I put a question mark after it because do we need to talk about the Emmys? I, I did mean, not watch the Emmys for the first time in a long time. My over-the-air antenna did not pick up CBS for for some reason. Huh. I've since downloaded it, but just haven't watched it. Uh, I saw who won. Cool. If you have anything to chat about, feel free. I got nothing. Uh, people were really upset about the Sean Spicer thing. I don't know if you saw that. They were upset about it? About him coming and hassling... Yeah, because everyone was like, oh, this is so funny, why would they... And then, then like, people were like, oh, why would they let him do this? Like, we should we should not be promoting him or letting him get off free from mm. peddling Trump's narrative. Which okay, I can see that. I get, but, I mean, his appearance was kind of funny, so... I, I heard. I did not watch it. I don't want to give him airtime, but I can see both sides of that. Yeah, um, I am happy that Donald Glover won two Emmys for yes. directing and Best Actor. Give him all of them. He deserves it. I haven't watched Atlanta, but almost oh. everything else I've followed him in. Atlanta's so good. It's it's not like a straight comedy, not a straight drama, and it's a little abstract at points. The episode that he got, he won Best Director for, is just genius. It's not even like contained to the rest of the storyline. It's just like making fun of commercials and marketing schemes and like BET. So it's like the. Uh self-contained like like the thanksgiving episode of master yep. of none where it doesn't like move the story along but it's yep. just like saying something yeah yeah Makes sense. and he he made all the commercials for it there's no real commercials when it <laughs> aired for the episode he just made a bunch of fake commercials and awesome it was so funny yeah so that's that means they were fine i didn't watch all of them but you know whatever netflix coming up jerry seinfeld has two specials that are gonna be released on netflix and apparently they also bought comedians and cars which was a big web series. Yeah. They dropped $100 million on those three things combined. That is a lot of money. But this is Jerry Seinfeld we're talking about. I guess, but that is insane. What was it? It was just on YouTube before, was it? Like, who owned that? I think Jerry owned it. I think he owned okay. it and had a website that people would, like, pay to watch it. Right. But still, it could not have been generating that much that it deserves... So this is all, this announcement, I think, was all led up to by the ad. Did you see the ad campaign they were running? Netflix is a joke. So there was a bunch of ads in, like, L.A. and Chicago. It was just Netflix is a joke. That's all it said. It had no, nothing led to, like, who was putting these ads up or anything. Some people thought it was Netflix competitors calling Netflix out on being a shitty service. I don't know who would ever try and say that. But (laughs) uh, eventually, Netflix released a little trailer about, uh, it's their tagline netflix is a joke and it was about like dave Chappelle and jerry seinfeld stand-ups and new specials coming to netflix so they're really making a push to become the place for stand-ups i think they already are that which has really stolen the crown from from hbo which used to be the platform for stand-up i got a problem with uh netflix uh, that's interesting that they did that I, that's actually kind of funny that mm-hmm. they would do that i do have a problem with netflix just dropping money on all this all this shit and just kind of like throwing it everywhere hoping that something sticks and lands and then just getting rid of like the old shows that were staples for people buying netflix like oh yeah i'm gonna watch another episode of parks and rec or uh, the office they're getting rid of how i met your mother and um what's the other one friend no they're not getting rid of friends they have they're getting rid of parks though i think aren't they are they i think they might be they just got rid of friday night lights they're just they're just dropping TV shows left and right, but like no one's re- probably people aren't gonna, really going to drop the service. Their originals are too good. Yeah, they're they're banking on originals, and you know they're going after that originals money and originals 
critic critical acclaim. Yeah. And to do to do that, it looks like they're going to have to let go of some of the favorites that got people to convert to Netflix in the first place. But I think it's it's a business decision, you know. Mm-hmm. They got yeah. these people, and they want to provide people with with new content, and you can't just have parks on there forever. But I, I I hear where you're coming from. I love being able to throw on the office. Yeah. Um, if they if they take that away, I'm going to be pretty upset. Yeah, it's gonna. Not gonna lie though, I share my account. <laughs> so we'll move on to the next story here. Damon Lindelof, fresh boy. off of I know my favorite, fresh off of the leftovers. Which if you haven't watched it, watch it now. Delete this podcast if you haven't it... listened to watch <laughs> the leftovers because you need to watch that show if you care about movie or TV. Fact. This is just straight facts. His next series is going to be on HBO, and it is about the Watchmen comic book. So I think this movie is extremely underrated. This is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. I thought it was really, really dark and different than anything anybody was doing at the time, and it took a long time for us to get another superhero movie as dark as Watchmen. I really, really like this movie, and I don't know if it's been long enough that we need a TV show, but after Lost, after Leftovers, I trust Damon Lindelof, so I think this will be cool. I would give my life for Damon Lindelof at this yes. point. I never saw the Watchmen movie, which is kind of a shame. And but I, for, everyone says that it's one of the more underrated, underappreciated movies. It's supposed to be pretty good. Just people didn't like the tone at the time because we weren't in that wave of super dark, gritty. Did shit. we have Batman Begins by Nolan at that point yet? I feel like he's I the one we... that that really turned superhero movies from like comic-y and colorful and cartoony to serious, grounded stuff. We did. I'm pretty sure we did, but uh, Watchmen is a step darker than Yes, much darker. Else, there so. is rape in this comic book movie. So, yeah, yeah I, I liked it at the time and very interested to see what Lindelof does with it. Yeah, There's Hanging Mandong, too, right? Mm, He's just mm-hmm. straight naked. Yeah, that's, a, that's an HBO staple. Yes, I'm sure we'll get a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. Next up, Seth MacFarlane's new show called The Orville is apparently good. That surprises me. Like, people on Reddit are going crazy for it. Apparently the pilot episode is one of the worst pilots just anyone's ever seen, but it still crushed it in the ratings. And then second episode and on is supposed to be actually entertaining and smartly written. Huh. Okay. I just still can't look into it. Like, I I watch these trailers and his face looks so punchable and I just don't (laughs) care. Like, I just want to punch him in the face. I don't know. Are you going to give it a shot? Are you going to wait, like, till they cancel it after season one? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's not getting canceled. It's killing it. This in is the a ratings. sci-fi show on Fox. It's going to get canceled. It's not. It's <laughs> it's killing the ratings game. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm going to give it a shot. It's if you don't know what it is, it's kind of like a spoof slash parody of Star Trek. I'm not really into Star Trek. I don't never watched it. I mean, I saw the movies. Don't really care for them that much. Yeah. So I'm not really into this, and I just don't... Like you said, I don't know if I can watch Seth MacFarlane actually act. as In the lead role. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'll take well, his voices any day, but... Let me let me put it this way. You can quote me. If, if it get, gets past season one, and season two is renewed and filmed and put out there, I will watch it. Mark it down. Write it, mark, mark it down. Mark it down. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back That's to what you it's next year take. on that. Yes, <laughs> episode 38. <clears throat> <laughs> good luck Bo- bojack horseman has been renewed for season five which is not surprising that's just everyone loves it that watches it critics love it 
I don't really, I've never really watched it. I watched, like, a couple episodes. There was an episode last season that was, like, contained. It was, like, all underwater and, like, silent. And I was just, everyone was blown away by it. And I was like, this is stupid. I cannot add anything to this. I've never watched this show. (laughs) (laughs) As long as Will Arnett is getting work, though, I'm happy because I think he deserves more. More than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Directed by Michael Bay? No. He deserves more than that. Yeah, he does. And Great. the the nut job or whatever the fuck those other Oh God! Yeah, he is are. in that. Jesus, Will. He was awesome He's... as Batman, though. Like, oh Batman. my God, so funny. Yeah, so funny. Another Netflix show has just wrapped their second season. Jessica Jones first season really good. Loved it. Loved it. I yeah, I loved Daredevil. Loved Jessica Jones. Turned Luke Cage off. Have not watched Iron Fist or The Defenders. Defenders. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, yeah, no, I like Jessica Jones a lot. David Tennant, also, great villain. Oh my god, so good. No spoilers, but I hope he's back somehow. <laughs> somehow. I, I wouldn't put back. it past him. Bring him they back. bring back everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched Iron Fist because this apparently sucks. Just total donkey dong. Luke Cage is okay. Starts out kind of strong, and then, spoiler alert, Mahershala Ali dies. And we all know how to say his name now. Yeah, and then it just goes downhill and kill me. It was just so bad after that. Oh, God, Jesus. You heard it here first. Only watched the first, like, five episodes. (laughs) So disappointing. I think that's when I turned it off, too. I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, no. Good for you. It's a waste of time after that. Pilot news. Fox has a new comedy pilot coming out from my favorite comedy, guys. It's Always Sunny Crew. You. It's a uh, it's set in a retirement home, so a couple seventy year olds are whatever alpha males in the in the place, and then a hot shot old lady comes in and that just tears everything apart. They're calling it basically seventy year olds in high school is what they're calling it as. Who is starring in this? Old people? I don't know. I saw a report <laughs> that maybe like Charlie Day, Rob Mc. Kelly yes. and Glenn Howerton are all going to be the main three, but that doesn't make sense. Like in prosthetics every episode? I guess, but like if that was going to be wouldn't the put case, it past them. why wouldn't they just shoot another season of Sunny? Yeah, and isn't Dennis uh, not going to be in the next season? Of I think Dennis Sunny? is going to be in the next season because they're waiting to sort of do it with him. Not as much because he has a show on NBC now called like AP Biology or some bullshit like that. Just do Way Sunny forever. Like, I know. <laughs> Jesus, dude. So uh, my thoughts on this is it's on Fox. Who the hell knows? I've heard uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is really good as a comedy oh, with Andy Sandberg. It's good. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is hilarious. I've not watched it. I've heard it's great. So comedies can be good on Fox and not get canceled immediately. I mean, these are these are great, hilarious people. I would love to see them in prosthetics every episode. It'd be fucking hilarious. But I hope this doesn't take away from Always Sunny, which consistently I think is still hilarious to this day. Yeah, it's, it's speaking of the Emmys. Before it's Always Sunny deserves all of the Emmys for the past ten years. They have <laughs> yes, been robbed every, every time. single one. Just I don't even care. Give him best drama. Just give it to him. <laughs> A little bit development news here. Jordan Peele from Key and Peele and the director of Get Out. Uh, is developing a Nazi hunting drama that is apparently based on true story. Yeah, from what I read, this is based off a true story, and he's trying to be factual with it, and I don't know. I, I hope it doesn't take away from him developing another movie, uh, like Get Out or something, but you know, he, let him do him after Get Out. I, I want to watch anything that he does. I agree. 
it's what's weird about it is it's set in like the 1970s what it's like okay. it's like a group of guys or something set out across america to find a bunch of like nazi holdovers that just embedded into society after world war ii okay and okay. inflict revenge on them we'll Which, watch yeah cool i'll do it <laughs> he uh he is taking on a lot of projects though he's got he? this he's got he's got another hbo um series i think he's working on he might have another series other than that too and then he's supposed to be making another social thriller for theaters for like 2019 beautiful keep keep giving him money after get out this man you know i think he's gonna get the budget he wants and be able to put whatever creative juices he has into you know whatever he wants nowadays people want this guy yeah and he's a genius so yes let him do it just don't want him stretched out too thin you know yes uh tv trailers we just got one the punisher Marvel's there are there are probably punisher. more but this is the only one we care to talk yeah, about who cares about anything else the Punisher was the best part of Daredevil season two, and that prison scene. Yes. Oh my god, it was just beautiful. Yeah, this looks good. I loved this trailer. I love that they went with Metallica. You don't you don't expect to hear Metallica in a trailer. I thought this was fucking an awesome trailer. It ch- shows how brutal this season's going to be. He's a great, great Punisher. It's going to be a lot of great fight scenes, a lot of great gun combat. Mm-hmm. brutal violence I, i'm all in on this this looks fucking awesome yeah the only the only worry for me was the maybe seven lines of dialogue that were in the trailer were utterly trash <laughs> so bad i just like i was like oh gross what yeah. is this yeah but the action looked thrilling. which is why I'm, yeah that's why i'm watching this show. yeah i'm not gonna watch it for anything else i just yeah. want to see john brinthal go ham it's fucking sweet all right, next we're going to do a uh, little bit of a different segment. We're going to do What You Watching. What You Watching, so, Austin. So, what have I been watching? I've uh, been watching a few things, some, some television. Got The Good Place. That was on NBC. Season 2 just started. I didn't watch the first episode of Season 2, but I binged the first season on Netflix. People raved about it last year. I just didn't really want to give it the time of day, and the first couple episodes were a little bit tough to get into. But it's an entertaining, high-concept sort of sitcom. So this is Some... Ted Danson and Kristen Bell, right? Yep, yeah. So Kristen Bell dies and goes to a place called Spoilers. The Good Place. So essentially heaven. And she's not supposed to. She's supposed to have gone to hell. And because she's there, everything gets all fucked up. And it sort of just plays out. She tries to become a good person, but it's like she's still a terrible person. So it's kind of funny. Ted Danson is hilarious. There's a big twist at the end so don't really read into it um but it's really entertaining and somewhat funny yeah I, from the commercials i've seen it looked like a show i would never watch but mm-hmm. if you're telling me it's good I, I might give it a watch and add it up as like our next short show to, to binge yeah, i had no the- idea it had to do with like heaven and hell i thought it was just some shitty sitcom no yeah heaven and hell it's cool high concept i've been watching the uh new season of american horror story cult <sighs> which fuck american horror story after season one season two was fine it was just really weird season three i didn't even bother and then it was just stupid it's all trash yeah tell, please tell this, me this is good it's tell not me. it's not bad some of the characters I get annoyed with i don't know if they're playing it up for like just trying to be ridiculous or like annoying and sort of making fun of the people that are in this political climate because it's somewhat political but if you can get past that it's pretty entertaining and interesting. Clowns are the main scary part of it, so don't watch it with Sarah. Yep. But We've got it 
it and clown <laughs> fever right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not bad, and I'm interested to see where it goes. Sarah Paulson is the, like the main female character in it, and Shocker. she's essentially being yeah, she's essentially being terrorized, but she is just annoying as all hell. So yeah, Murder House season one, very good television. Oh, so good. I don't know what you call the second one, but it. it what was the second one? Was just everything. Insane Asylum. Um, oh my god! It was like Nazis. It was fucking aliens. awesome. Yeah, there's yeah. so much shit going on. Third one, Coven, trash. I <laughs> thought I thought it sucked. Fourth one, uh, what was it? Not the <sighs> not the not Carnival. Was it the Carnival? No, a Hotel maybe. Hotel. No, it was Carnival first. Carnival. Yeah. I think we're missing one, but who cares? Hotel. Hotel is five. I think Carnival sucked. One. Hotel was just awful. Then the last one was the like made for TV like filming people that were part of. Did you did you watch last season? Uh, no. What the fuck was it called? It was about people who had something done to them in this house, and then they did a biography about these people, and then oh. sent them back to the house. Yeah, you forgot yeah. it already. Roanoke or whatever. Roanoke, yeah. my Roanoke nightmare. Yeah. So bad, the worst TV I've ever seen. I promise myself, <laughs> I am not watching this season. So until you tell me it's worth a watch, and I trust you, I'm not touching this fucking show anymore. I'll report back after, like, three more episodes. All right. Keep you posted. Uh, My last one that I've been watching, American Vandal, the Netflix mockumentary series. I'm going to write a post on it probably tonight or tomorrow. Drop that. It is so good. It's not just hilarious. So first off, it's about, like, a high school kid that gets maybe framed maybe guilty about drawing spray painting dicks on every teacher's car in the parking lot <laughs> jimmy tatro is the is the the guy that gets the crime pinned on him and he's just like the perfect douchebag dumb bro of like a high school immature kind of guy he just plays it so pitch perfectly and then the writing is so good it's not just hilarious it is enthralling the entire time it's an actual good mystery like there were times where i was just like i need to keep watching this and then i'd remember that it's like about dicks it's, being it's drawn fake. yeah it's about and, and i'm like oh that's funny but also i'm really into this <laughs> uh so this is like essentially they're parodying making a murderer uh yeah and all these crime documentaries that they have uh, the keepers that they have been you know pumping out and this is about a guy who gets caught drawing dicks mm-hmm. in high school yes. so that look that sounds fucking hilarious yeah it's funny what do you got? So I watched some stuff over the last week. I watched a movie called Once. So this is a movie, I can't remember the name. I think the director is John Carney. He directed Sing Street. Oh, and He Begin directed Again. Begin Again, which yep. I've heard Begin Again is just a retelling of Once for America. Oh. Oh, Mark okay. Ruffalo, Keira Knightley, I think, yep. are the stars. So Once, Adam Levine. Adam Levine, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> I, I have not watched it, but I heard he's in it. So Once is his first film, and it's about a guy who his wife cheated on him he goes away to just do music for a while meets a girl who is in another relationship but they really kick it off they write a couple songs together they fall kind of in love it is a really great romance movie and i sound like awful saying this but it's it's adorable um i I had a great time watching this if you like sing street it's another great musical touchy-feely emotional movie really really good stuff give it a watch also watched The Big Sick over the last week. I'm sure you've seen this, but this was a this was a fun, fun movie for me. I did not know what The Big Sick meant. The Big Sick means someone in the movie gets very sick, and it kind of gets sad, but it's also really funny. Uh, what's the guy's name from Silicon Valley? Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail Nanjiani. Good, 
pronunciation there, bro. Yeah, I know. Uh, really funny, really good movie. I hate Ray Romano because I don't love that <laughs> fucking show he did. And he was even good in this. Deborah. Yes. Yeah, I'm fucking Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh, did you like this movie too? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It's based on like his actual relationship with his wife too. Yes, when I saw is... that at the end, like this is a story about how he came to be. Yeah, it makes it makes it even better. Yes, really good movie. Give it a watch. And I just finished Twin Peaks season one and two. Oh. So after Twin Peaks one and two, you're supposed to watch Fire Walk with Me, which is a movie that was released after Twin Peaks season two and is the prequel to Twin Peaks season one. And then you are to watch Twin Peaks. The Return on uh, Showtime slash Netflix. This show was so fucking weird. It oozes like soap opera ira. Like, it's almost like a soap opera parody with horror in it by David Lynch, a surrealism director. Really, really fucking weird show. There are scenes, one scene I'm like, that was fucking weird. And the next scene, it's a really, really bad soap opera. But I loved it so far. I'm very excited for the movie and for the new season. Really recommend it. Uh, I'll check it out sometime. Let's talk Kingsman. Yes. So Kingsman, yeah. the Golden Circle. Yeah, sequel to Kingsman: The Secret Service. Yes. <laughs> About the Kingsmen, which are a secret service agency in England that handle matters across the world. And uh, yeah, so we're following, we're back with Eggsy. The, uh, the, yep. the recruit from the first one, and we got Mark Strong as Merlin, and uh, yeah, no, I there's a there's another sort of organization going on that is you see this in the trailer, so this isn't really a spoiler that destroys the Kingsmen again. Thought they blew up last time too. I don't really remember. I don't either. I feel like this one was more final and definitive. Like yep. the Kingsman is over. Yeah. Like, and this is revealed in the trailer again. Not spoiling anything here, but that's what this movie is about: is this organization that literally destroys the Kingsmen. Yeah, and then they need help from the American form of the Kingsmen called the America. Statesmen. And yeah, the first one really played up the making fun of America stereotypes thing by just like constantly serving McDonald's, <laughs> just really pumping that up and making fun of like Samuel Jackson's character for just being an annoying American. They didn't go as like that deep into it this time, which I thought they would with the Statesman. I, uh, what, what did you like about it without going too spoilery? Yeah. So I'll start with liked without spoilers and then we'll do didn't liked without spoilers and then we'll get into spoilers. We'll try and keep it separate so you can stop listening if you haven't seen it. Obviously, the fight scenes were fucking awesome. They were crazy, off-the-wall action, like everything you wanted to see if you loved Kingsman 1. I thought the CG was really good. The way that he stitched together shots with CG to look like it was one crazy long take. Not too much shaky cam. My favorite scene in the whole movie is an opening car chase scene. One of the best car chase scenes I've seen in recent memory. There's, there's like this car that's like drifting through traffic. He does this really long drift through oncoming traffic. It was fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah, there's the fight scenes. I mean, this is this is what I signed up for. That's what put me in the seat. I was really excited to see fucking crazy action, and, and they delivered. They were amazing. And I don't know how much of it was CG. Like, it kind of looks CG, but the way that it was done with the camera made me kind of believe that maybe it isn't. Maybe they just slowed it down or had really good cameras or whatever. But, yeah, no, the choreography was dope. Mm-hmm. Unless it was CG, then it's kind of like, okay. It was, it was sweet, and... Everything from the gunfights to the actual fist fights, 
had me on the edge of my seat just like oh let's do it i could have gone outside and fought someone right then and there yes yeah so we're, we're both in alignment here the fight scenes worth every penny to see this movie alone um we're gonna get into don't don't like later but it's not gonna take away from the fucking awesome fight scenes see this movie for that alone yep. it's a lot hell of fun yeah. hell yeah what else i i uh i liked the i liked the villain which was juliet uh julianne moore julianne moore yeah yep. there we go julianne moore I I liked her a lot. I thought she could have had a little bit more time in the movie, but she was very entertaining. She had a good character, and she was, you know, wacky and weird and clearly psychotic, but I dug it. Yeah, I'm going to save that for didn't like. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Uh, I'll go into the score. I'm, I'm always listening to the score. It's a thing that not a lot of people listen to or notice, but it really can help and make a break a movie. I thought it was very, like, Avengers-like, the score. It was, it was a heroic when it needed to be, and I really loved the tone shift when it was the American crew. They got into, like, this southern-type music, but it was still, mm-hmm. like, orchestra. Uh, really liked the score. It, it stood out to me as uh, really helping this movie along. Yeah, and the constant sort of instrumental playing of uh, Take Me Home, Country Roads. Yes. Played it for me all day long. Yeah. Needed if that. you love John Denver, you're going to love this movie. <laughs> I uh, I thought sort of the the emotional beats of the movie worked really well although they were kind of telegraphed and you know somewhat just manipulative at yep. times i thought they worked pretty well i was uh was kind of torn up at certain parts yeah that kind of leads me to mine i think the leads slayed it colin firth taron edgerton they have really good chemistry mm-hmm. you always are pumped when Channing tatum shows up i mean everybody i feel like used to hate that dude when <laughs> what were those fucking step movies but now he, he showed himself as a really good comedic actor i was really pumped that he was in the trailer and he showed up although I'll, I'll save that comment for later jeff bridges shows up always welcome to see the dude in a movie um the guy who played oberon is in this movie i thought the cast was great julianne moore great actress really really star-studded cast yeah no all around phenomenal casting uh what didn't you like yeah so <laughs> let me i feel like this isn't a spoiler but there is some really lowbrow humor in this movie that is it's just not what this i I don't know so let me let me just fucking say it it's kind of a spoiler they have to plant a tracking device inside a girl so they can't put it on her they can't let her drink it in a drink they have to put it inside of her so there's a a scene mucus membrane yes so there's literally a scene where two agents are trying to finger a girl and i I thought i was like come on guys what is this movie made for eight-year-olds i thought that was pretty bad what were your thoughts on that? Did that did that work for you? Did you laugh? I mean, I was like rolling my eyes. I didn't. I rolled my eyes when it first happened, and I was also very worried about what they were going to be doing with that. Um, I it, thought it was going in her ass. Like, yeah. I thought that's what the golden circle meant. The, the butthole. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> Come on. It also won't be surprising after the way the last movie ended. Correct. Which a lot of people had a problem with, which was kind of weird to see the woman return then. Yeah, I yeah. Some of the humor was very, very just basic, stupid. That one was worrying. I thought it worked out kind of in the end, but it was just like they couldn't have. Couldn't they have just done something different? Yeah, there's a lot of ways to get a tracking device on somebody. I, I really didn't didn't know what they were doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, my my only big problem without going into spoilers is that it was kind of predictable. Yep, and I was never like surprised at anything that happened. It was just, like, very, very basic. It was awesome set pieces, awesome action, but nothing that, like, wowed me story-wise. Yep. Story was pretty predictable. Yeah. 
Uh, two quick things that I didn't like. The girlfriend, I don't even remember her from the first movie. It, was she, it, uh, she says was the she's, same she actress? Was the, she was the, yeah, she was the Swedish princess that um, let him put it in her butt at the end. Okay, well, she looked like she could be his mom. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that, you know, I don't remember her. She was not memorable. <laughs> I think she was really petty about some of the things that he had to do for his job to save the world. Yeah. He had to finger a girl to get a tracker in her. And this is... Spoiler. Like, she knows what his job is. He even fucking calls her and says, like, yo, babe, I have to do this. Is that okay? And she's like, whatever. And she, like, ghosts him for an hour, like, yeah. when he could die any moment. Like, you married a super spy and you're getting all uppity about this? I don't know. I didn't like her character at all. And then my final thing I didn't like, and this is just barely a spoiler, but the underutilization of Channing Tatum. I thought he was going to be all up in this movie, and it seems like they just didn't know what to do with his character. And like, you got Channing Tatum in this movie, the fucker can fight. Like, put him to work. If we let's go straight into spoilers, then right, right now we're moving into spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for Kingsman: The Golden Circle, starting now. That is one of my biggest problems. Jeff Bridges and Channing Tatum, you they got them do there. Anything. Fucking use them. I know. Which makes me feel like maybe they're just like they have them there, ready to be big players in the yeah, they're third saving movie. Them. At the end of this but, movie, you see Channing Tatum going to the uh, the Kingsman fucking tailor. Like he's he's ready for the next movie. Yeah, wearing a stupid fucking hat and yeah, <laughs> dressed to the nines. Let's stay on what you didn't like for spoilers, and then we'll end with what you did like with spoilers. Um, yeah, what the fuck was up with all the drug users being put in cages? That was fucked up. Like, my first thought was the people on the top are going to be shitting, pissing, and their eyes are going to be exploding on all of the people below them. If you're stuck on the bottom, your life is hell. Yeah. I just, I just, that just like, like that that was so far beyond me. I was just like, what the fuck? Also, it just feels like just impeaching the president wasn't enough punishment for doing that. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't even know if we need to go... Like, let's not go over the story and what happens to the president. Because I'm assuming if you're listening to spoilers, you've seen this movie and you want to hear our thoughts. But the president should have been, like, put to death. Like, he yeah. was ready to kill millions of innocent people. <laughs> I I actually did like the president and his acting. I thought it was oh, a yeah. good commentary in the Trump administration. I liked that everybody got – we're going back and forth to like and didn't like. But I liked that everybody got their news from Fox News. I thought that was a, a poke on mm-hmm. people who watch Fox News for their primary yeah. source of news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else didn't you like, though? Those are my main okay. gripes. I got two it. more. So I did not like the way a major character died. If you don't want to hear this, stop now. Oh. But the way Merlin went out mm-hmm. was fucking stupid. I liked the scene where he went out and yep. when he was singing Take Me Home and he explodes. Mm-hmm. Like, what he did was great. But first of all, they got a fucking minesweeper in a bat that didn't need to be in a bat. Maybe that's just the only minesweeper they had. But it didn't fucking work because it's supposed to detect mines and Merlin dies from a mine that's right in fucking front of him. Very ham-fisted way for him to go. Like, the end result was cool and, like, how he went out. But, like, the the events leading up to a main loved character's death pissed me the fuck off. Agreed. He didn't even need to fucking step on it, I don't think. No. It was... What a shitty minesweeper. I know. They're so dumb. Good God. Did not pick up anything. It was like, oh, all right, I'm going to stop one foot away from where the one mine in this minefield is going to be. Oh, no, I stepped on it. I was irate. Um, <laughs> let me just, uh, let's see here. And then Julianne Moore, I, I couldn't really take her seriously. Like, I wasn't sure if she was just like 
really fucking insane or she like did she just want fame power money like i don't know i didn't i love her as an actress i I didn't really gel with her character though yeah i i disagree with that i thought she was pretty good and that's sort of what they're what kingsman did in the first one with samuel jackson making them wacky and weird and playing it up so i liked it what did you like well let me let me just do one quick liked and didn't like real quick because they merge Mm-hmm. I really liked Elton John the first two to three times. Like, I was cracking up. But Elton John has, like, ten to twelve, like, moments where he shows up and does some funny, wacky shit. And by the end of it, I was like, good God, you have to rely on something else here. Did they need extra money for this movie and Elton John gave them that money and then I, was I just don't know. put into the movie? Because that was ridiculous. This was, like, the worst product placement i've ever seen but it's for a person it was hilarious the first second maybe the third time but Mm -hmm. by like the 10th cameo of him like becoming a major plot point i was like good god this is a fucking thing that needs to stop the the only time i laughed at it was when he got like the the little antidote given to him and then he was like fuck you and i was (laughs) like that's pretty funny and then i was just like oh i'm done with him now i just can't fuck out of my room yeah i can't get the fuck out of my room it, it never worked for me that was the only part that worked for me the rest of it was just so dumb, and then he'd fucking turn into a ninja to knock out those two guards. That was so stupid. All of a sudden, Elton John is, like, like kicking through the air like Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. He's, like, fucking up three goons. Like, come on. So Really, really bad. I just, like, I want to know why that was a thing. A little more restraint would have been good, because he was funny, like, one or two times, and then it just got out of hand. Yeah. I do actually have one more dislike. Go ahead. That opening car scene, very cool, but... I was worried that they were making Eggsy a little bit too superhero-y. Yeah. And that scared me, but that wasn't how the rest of the movie really was. So. Yeah, at one point he's hanging from a car door, and another car's coming, and he vaults himself 10 <laughs> feet in the air, yeah. lands on the car, like is skiing on a door. At one, like He does get a little Iron Man-like, but Yeah, they toned it back a little bit later. Yeah, I, I was I was content with that. And one that. one tiny thing I didn't like was just the nerfing of Colin Farrell's character. I kind of was in Colin Farrell, Colin Firth, same same <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah, he, he took a little while to get back to form, but mm-hmm. it's probably you know for plot reasons. But watching him fumble around, I think was kind of funny. Um, but just the whole butterfly subplot, I was like, come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, they could have they could have sped that up a little bit. Overall, give me your rating. Going uh, going B to B plus a little below B plus a little bit better than B. Okay, my initial reaction, I tweeted out a B after thinking about it and kind of processing a little bit more. I'm going B minus. I went to this movie without an expectation that it was going to be a cinematic masterpiece, and I had a fucking great time. Mm-hmm. There are just some really questionable things that they did plot wise, story wise, but the action scenes, the cinematography, the CG, the characters, the cast make this movie a lot of fucking fun and a really great popcorn flick. Yeah, it is pure entertainment and someone that I'm probably just going to throw on in the background every now and then. Yep, excited for the sequel starring Channing Tatum, probably. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. thank God. (laughs) Give me more. All right, so that's all we got here. Good second episode. Yeah. Thank you to uh, anyone listening. Uh, Make sure you remember to subscribe, maybe write a review if you're feeling up to it. Five stars, naturally. Check out glitchup.com. We should be having some good content on there, especially in October. Horror Month, we'll be hitting it up. We both love horror. We're going to be doing a lot with that. Uh, Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
all that jazz. And uh, please give us any feedback you got. Yep. I got uh, one quick shout out to Smithers at Chumpcast. Look up Chumpcast on Google, Twitter.com, the Chumpcast. He gave us a lot of feedback on how to get this rolling. Gave me feedback on episode one, what we can improve on. And I'm actually guest podcasting with him today in about an hour. So check out the guys at Chumpcast. Thank you again, everybody at Chumpcast, for helping us get this thing off the ground. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Shout out them. See you guys.